I think every top executive or every entrepreneur for that matter, regardless of the size of that business, should be able to master communications and be able to, to send their messages out. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. Today, you'll hear an episode from our Takeover Tuesday series. Every month, we ask a different practitioner or thought leader to host a series of interviews that cover a specific theme that's relevant to our community. And like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. Sangram here. Welcome to Flip My Phone Podcast. Super excited as always because the Tuesday Takeover series means, which means I don't have to do any work. It's, it's actually the whole, whole community brings in. But candidly, this is a very curated series. And the people who are doing this series are taking time of their day and really sharing a lot of experience here. So this time, I have Joe Kerner, who is doing an incredible series. I'll let him share more about it. He's the COO of Prestige leadership advisors. And and one of the things we hear a lot about is, well, leadership is such a broad topic. Let's just kind of break it down. And he's doing a phenomenal series on it, a four-part series. So Joe, first of all, thank you for doing this and welcome to the show. Right. And thank you very much for allowing myself and my partner to do these podcasts. Awesome, man. Well, tell a little bit about Prestige Leadership Advisors and then the series that you're about to do. Sure. My partner, Joe Yazbek, and I are the main people in the company. We have a whole team of, of people. And we, what we do is advise leaders, business owners, and executives in how they can become more successful, how they can achieve their goals, and how they can take their businesses really to where they want their businesses to be. Awesome. So what is this series called? And what are you guys just going to give us a teaser before we jump into this, uh, this series? Sure. The entire series is called a leadership series, and each one addresses kind of specific uh, topics about leadership. This first one is what we call leadership quality communications. And in this first podcast, I'm interviewing my partner, Joe Yazbek, because he is the one that does most of the communications work with our clients. That is fantastic, man. Well, Well, let's jump into it. I'm Joe Kerner, and I've started and managed successful multi-million dollar businesses, and I've consulted many other businesses for over 30 years. All of you listening here are in for a real treat today because I'm here with Joe Yazbek. You want to hear what Joe has to say. Joe is an international master speaker, and he's a leadership coach for top industry CEOs and even heads of state. Joe is the author of the best-selling book, No Fear Speaking. And this book is published in eight languages. I've read the book. It's fantastic. He's delivered over 4,000 presentations, seminars, and workshops all over the world over the past 35 years. Joe has an amazing track record of developing people into highly effective leaders and communicators. So I'm very excited that we can all pick Joe's brain because he has a lot to offer. So Joe, welcome to the first of our leadership podcasts. Well, welcome as well. <laughs> I'm glad to be on your show, and I'm looking forward to having a conversation with you, Joe. Well, this is great. I know that uh, everybody listening is going to be pretty impressed with what you have to say. I know I am every time we talk, 
So let's start off with this. Joe, one of the most valuable services you offer is what you call leadership quality communications. Tell us about this. Well, this is something that evolved from my book, No Fear Speaking. I had realized after conducting several global tours and getting my book in in the hands of eight different languages in terms of publishing, that leadership was a common key essential and desirable goal for people to be successful at. And not just in in business, but in government and uh, public service. And so when I looked at the word public speaking, it seemed to have associated with it, Joe, an awful lot of negative emotion. It happens to be the second greatest fear next to fear of, of the death of a loved one. Wow. And so, and I looked and I thought, I'm in the leadership business. And a primary ingredient that I teach and coach is public speaking. But I realized that how do leaders communicate? What, is, what does an inspiring, uh, motivating, influential leader do to, to affect change? They really learn how to communicate well. And so I decided to put these two words together leadership communications, and the program that we really coach people on and train them on is leadership quality communications, which is a standard of communications that leaders must be able to perform in order to affect change or positive action. And so that's how it all came about. And so we, we really break up that program into various segments, and that's been exciting so far. Well, you know, I've heard you speak. I've been at, uh, oh, I don't know, four or five of your presentations. And, and I got to tell you, even, even the fifth time I've heard you talk, I'm still impressed and I learn something every time. And in fact, in my opinion, uh, I'm going to say communication is far and away the single most important ability and action that anybody can take if they want to be successful, especially leaders. So what do you think of that? Well, it's indispensable. You cannot become an effective leader if you're not a confident, dynamic communicator. You've got to be able to speak. You've got to be able to reach people. Now, I'll tell you, it's it's not just in areas uh, in the world where you've got the top of the top in business or public service or community. We're talking about people that need to attract clients to their businesses. Nowadays, as you know, and we're here in a podcast right now, and I think every top executive or every entrepreneur for that matter, regardless of the size of that business, should be able to master communications and be able to, to send their messages out, whether it be live or on camera or in front of a, a group at a board meeting, on radio, on podcasts, webinars, social media postings. I mean, it is a visual age today. And so what I say to each and every one of my clients, and more so now, I think the last five years particularly, if you don't get visual, you're not going to attract the ideal client you're looking for. And so it's not only important to communicate clearly with confidence, but also with the messages that is intended for that particular type of public or audience. And the messages need to travel on that specific channel. 
you know, the correct message, the correct channel, going to the correct audience. Yeah. Well, you know, Joe, I, I had a, uh, an opportunity to sit in on one of your coaching sessions with a guy down in your neck of the woods there in Tampa who was running for city council. And I, it's funny, when he started out, yeah, he was pretty shy and very stiff and wooden and all that. And then after just a couple of hours with you, he was really booming it out. He was, he's done it great. And you and I decided to see him in action. You know, that, that very night he had a, it was some sort of a debate or something between him and the uh, other candidates. I got to tell you, this guy acted like, or sounded like he was a real pro in communication after just a couple of hours with you. Yeah, I have to tell you, it's, it's a, there's a bit of a secret to how to coach well. And it, the secret is, is you don't change a person. You don't try to get that person to be something he's not. And uh, the way I attempt it is it's, it's a matter of excavating what shouldn't be there. <laughs> you know, getting rid of uh, the doubts, uh, the, the self-doubts, the, uh, the thinking, too much thinking, over-questioning the introversion, all those things need to go because I'll tell you the truth. People are okay the way they are as long as they're able to show up with the qualities that they possess. And that's, that's the coaching approach that I have is that I work with the qualities of each individual and get those qualities really uh, showing up in terms of uh, express the expressiveness of how that person communicates to the audience they're trying to attract. Wow, yeah. That's the key to it all. That's the simplicity of it all. And uh, I'm a pretty insistent coach. I would say that I'm. I would say I'm a tough coach. I'm not harsh. Big no. difference. No, I would. I think. I think being insistent that you've got to know where you're going with someone, where you're taking them. And they're going to get a sense that we're getting closer every step of that coaching session. Yes. And there's, there's an inherent sense of that. And they're willing to trust you now because they're overcoming obstacles as they get to the end result of each segment. Yeah, well, he did very well. In fact, this guy we're talking about who ran for city council, he actually got one of the top two uh, votes, vote counts, right? Yeah, and I think it's still going on. There's a runoff. So anyway, everyone's got something they're trying to accomplish. Uh, they're trying to either get votes or they're trying to get clients out of audiences or they're trying to attract leads off of radio and TV or podcasts and webinars. What are we doing? We're converting attendees into people that, you know, are interested and want to find out more. And that's always good for a business. So I say, if you're a business owner, either get yourself or your executives uh, into a position where you're trained in order to to, to get in front of as many people as you possibly can and work this, what I call the structural magic of an ideal presentation. It's in my book, structure, design, framework. If you know the steps and the ingredients that go into the recipe in the right sequence, why um, you're going to be able to communicate any presentation to any audience of any size for any purpose for any length of time. Well, you know, you mentioned earlier all the different ways that a, an executive or a professional or a leader needs to be able to communicate today. It's a pretty surprisingly long list, you know, from running a staff meeting to giving a, a board meeting to doing videos, which, as you mentioned, are, are so prevalent today. I saw the statistic, some incredible percentage of top executives watch videos routinely on 
YouTube. That's correct. Yeah, so like 87% of all people watch YouTube videos. Well, that tells you how that powerful that is. Uh, the, the, the visual age, we live in a visual age today. Exactly. So, you know, one thing, you and I talked about this earlier, you know, we've both had businesses and when you've had businesses, you do occasionally need an attorney, right? For this or that or the other thing. And I can't tell you how bad or badly attorneys communicate. Okay. They are, they're terrible. And not only the attorneys, but even their staff, all the way from the person who answers the phone to the paralegals, it's pretty shocking how poor the communication is. I understand you've had a couple of clients who are attorneys, right? I've had, I've had clients in law and in technology, financial, healthcare, education, the building industry. I think across the boards, it is sorely needed. I don't know if one industry is any worse than another. I think I've found that technologists really don't communicate to the real world very well. Those people in technology, because they're, encapsulated in their algorithmic linear universes, I guess you can say. Lawyers have a tendency to think they know because they're, they think that the position they hold is enough command for them. You see, where it's not enough, they have got to be able to understand their clients so well. And they've got to be able, if, they're, if they want to get clients, they've got to be able to, to deliver commercials. I think everyone needs to deliver commercials. Every industry profession should understand what it takes to communicate and speak on camera in a confident, relaxed, and credible tone so that they're able to deliver messages to the public, you see, to their specific types of public. Very, very important today. Oh, you're so right about that. It, it, as you mentioned earlier, it really is a, uh, a video world. Years ago, when you and I started our businesses, it was mostly the written word that commanded. And, you know, you could be a great writer and you wouldn't have to speak very well at all and be successful. But nowadays, the opposite is true. You have to be able to speak very, very well. That's correct. I, I have authors that need to speak about their books. They need to get up in front of audiences and talk about why they wrote that book. As a matter of fact, the opposite is even true. I, every, every client that comes through my training center, my intent is to have them become an author. Because they'll be able to speak on bigger platform stages as a result of their book getting published. In fact, that word author sits right inside that word authority. Wow, that's right. That's me to look at it. And so the end result or the outcome, I guess you could say the final product that I look for in every one of my clients is a highly respected and widely recognized authority in their industry. And that comes about not just by being an author, but also by being an effective communicator. And then, of course, understanding uh, the rules of public relations to help uh, differentiate you as a leader that people will, in fact, support and rally around and be loyal to. Mm -hmm. You know, many moons ago, when I first went into business, I had the, uh, the mistaken idea that all I had to do was deliver a great product and service. And that guaranteed success. And of course, it didn't take long for me to learn that that isn't true. <laughs> there are quite a few ingredients to make a successful business and, and, a, and a good product or a good service is only one of those things. That is true. Very yeah. true. Yeah. Communication is one of them. So, you know, um, you mentioned technology. These guys are very, very good at their, at their um, 
end results, their products, their technical developments, their software, whatever it is, but then they have to explain it. And so where does communication come into play there? Yeah, I'll tell you where it comes in and where it sorely gets violated and missed and the amount of money that, that an opportunity that gets thrown out. They rely on investors investing in their projects in a lot of ways. They have innovations, some of which is extremely good, very disruptive, as they call them, projects, the products and services that they want to roll out. You've got to be able to stand up in front of a group of investors, if not one, maybe many at the same time, and thrill them with, with a presentation. The delivery has to be compelling. It has to be engaging. You have to be exciting, and you have to prove your credibility. And uh, that all can be taught. And I, I've worked with uh, University of South Florida with their uh, Tech Innovation Center, USF Connect. I'm a mentor there, and I've taught them how to communicate so that investors do have a chance to feel wowed, you see. But, you know, all in all, you've got to be out in front of your company today, Joe. I mean, whether you're a startup, whether you're in accelerated mode, or you're a company ready to, to transition into uh, having someone take it over, you've got to be your own brand ambassador today. You've got to, it's a world of PR. Public relations isn't just uh, writing press releases and getting advertising out there. You know, what do people think of you? How is you? How is how are you and your company identified in the eyes of the public? And I'm telling you, I tell business owners get on camera, get them to get get a sense of how of your personality and how, you know your sense of humanity and the fact that you're a giving person and you're accessible. There's nothing better that connect with than than having that occur on camera. You mentioned about how these things could be taught. What do you tell somebody who says, well, I'm just not a very good communicator naturally. I just, you know, good communicators are born and not made. What do you tell somebody like that? Oh, well, the the communication is a talent that can be developed. By anybody? But yes, I believe that. Now, I I think that there's a certain percentage of people. It's, It's a fairly low percentage of people. But there are people that aren't communicating because they're hiding. Mm. Okay. These are people that don't want to be found out. Oh, interesting. So you're not going to have them. They feel they consider themselves in their own minds to be targets, which is unfortunate. I don't trust people who don't want to communicate and improve themselves. I think, I think social personalities, I think well-intended, honorable, high character people want to improve. Those are my clients. Those are the people I want to be standing in front of delivering a workshop to. You see, the the people that think they have all the answers uh, are hiding behind a screen. What they're really saying is, I don't want to be found out. That's unfortunate. Most people do want to learn how to become a confident, dynamic communicator and leader. Good point. You know, many years ago, I uh, had the opportunity to consult with a, a dentist in uh, Virginia. And uh, this dentist was an absolute Michelangelo in terms of his quality of of dentistry. I mean, he could take the most horrible looking mouth and smile and turn it into the most gorgeous, stunning Hollywood smile you've ever seen. But the man could not put two words together communication-wise. And he actually was going bankrupt until he learned how to communicate. And I'm sure that there's, there probably are millions of professionals like this who are 
excellent at their jobs. They oh my goodness, you, you just uh, that is so true. I, you, you know, it's amazing you brought that up because there are really, really good people that do great things that are not very good communicators. And there are people that are very dishonorable with criminal intentions that are very good communicators. That's right. <laughs> I'm not going to get into politics here by any means, okay? But I, I had a client just in the last couple of years that uh, called me. He read my book. Uh, he called me after he read my book, and he said, I need your help. He sounded desperate. Happened to be a dentist. In fact, the largest dental practice in Texas. Wow. And he was being sued or charged, not sued, charged with Medicaid fraud, really unjustly. And a lot of dentists were being targeted. Some of them had to leave their practices because the state of Texas was going after people because of generalized opinion that they were violating Medicaid regulations. Okay. Well, they withheld a significant amount of money from him. And I said, I'm going to help you. But I took him on. He's a leader. You talk about leadership quality communications. I, I, I worked with him twice as much as what I usually do with a client. I doubled up my, my sessions with him every week. He knew he had to go to court. He went to court and he be, went on the offensive. And he, he, he displayed an enormous amount of illogic of their, uh, their charges. In fact, he pulled a string on the Medicaid department, which shown some discrepancies and inconsistencies in which the attorney general said, let's explain that. He's right. You know, this, doc, this dentist is right. Explain it, gentlemen. And they're facing criminal charges now. Wow. So that, that, speak, that, that speaker training helped this dentist not only uh, turn a, a catastrophic situation around, he also formed the Medicaid Dental Reform Association in Texas. He has over 3,500 dentists now involved. Unbelievable. Right? But he wasn't finished. I urged him to write a book. And he wrote a book about this. Now he's the authority on this subject and nobody touches him. And all yeah, of, that, all of huh? that from leadership quality communications training that you gave him. That's exactly right. It involved confronting a courtroom to handling public relations of the press to forming a coalition of reform for the Medicaid Association. And now he's an author. The title of his book, you're probably going to chuckle at this one, okay? Truth Decay. Oh, oh that's, that's fantastic. That's I mean, this is what, and that book is now part of every aspect of his business and, and his reform association. And it's a book which, that exposes the political corruption so that Anybody in, in the healthcare field does not have to go through what he had to go through. Joe, that's an unbelievable case study of the power of communication and how effective you are as a trainer. That's amazing. Well, thank you. I, I really saw here that this man continued to deliver dentistry without being paid to underprivileged families because it was Medicaid, right. you see? And I knew that he was innocent and I went to his behalf. But with, with these techniques, he killed it and he brought justice. It was just quite quite a big win. Wow. Joe, that's an amazing story. That really is. I mean, that, that has to be near the top of any sort of a, a communication success story because not only did you teach him how to speak, you taught him how to beat a bad exactly. rap. <laughs> yeah, beat the, beat the big man, right? Yeah, beat an unjust government rap. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think everybody has it in them, Joe. I think everyone has in them 
this kind of greatness, if you will. You know, they, they just, I think most executives or business owners are risking humiliation to themselves by not stepping up and getting more visible. And that can be handled in a training coaching scenario where you can build that person's confidence, where that lack of confidence or that shyness or that nervousness or fear does not get in the way between them and their public. Well, I'll tell you, Joe, every professional, every executive, everyone who wants to influence the world around them needs to understand this, understand all the things that you're talking about in this podcast. You know, I'm really glad that we're doing a series because we're running out of time. And so we're going to do part two. And I want you to get even uh, into even more detail in part two. I'm sure that everybody is uh, going to want to know, uh, hear more stories from about what you've done. Well, I'd like to reveal some of the hidden, you might say, things that I don't normally publish or advertise with regard to some of the, the, uh, the key tools and and uh, the skills that can be accomplished. I'll cover those in the next the next podcast that we can get into maybe a little bit about some of the tips, you know, uh, on my website, nofearspeaking.com and prestigeleader.com. You can download free a mini ebook, 30 No Fear Speaking Tips, which a lot of people love to use as a reference guide. Yeah. Well, I, I've used it because, uh, was it two weeks ago, I gave a presentation and I pulled out your guide, and I actually, in fact, even revised my presentation based on your guide, and it was a winner, thanks to you. Thanks to that. Oh, my pleasure. I'm glad. I'd love to see people using it and getting great results. Well, Joe, thank you very much. So we're going to do part two here for everybody, and uh, I want to thank you for all your information, and we all look forward to the next installment. Thanks, Joe. I enjoyed the conversation. Me too. Thanks. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.